Hello, I'm Nana Hi, I'm Abna, and we are Two Hearts in a Pod. What are we discussing today, Abna? Anna Huang. <laughs> and why we can't be trusted. <laughs> I joke, we can't be trusted. Oh, Love us, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> just, I mean, just go with the flow with us. We've come to realize that first of all we are mood readers mm-hmm, second of all we are not afraid to change our minds yes and yeah third of all we are just we are romance addicts so basically so in the romance in it you'll find us there but many many episodes ago <laughs> past nanajo and abna women will no longer identify with <laughs> had a conversation <laughs> About a certain series by Anna Huang, mm, the Twisted series. series, and said how we could never, never read that series. Granted, we haven't read it yet, but we've read another series of hers, and we loved it so much that we we are going to read the Twisted series. Just just be warned. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear us gushing about Anna Huang and the Twisted series, and a twenty-year-old boy who's a, a groomy, what was the word? Uh, a broody billionaire mm-hmm. who's had a d- difficult life in the a jaded, a jaded, jaded 20 year old. Oh my old. gosh. It's just, I'm like, it's, my spirit is not agreeing with it, but I'll read it anyway. But how about we skip the first one and try the second one? I heard the second one. And they're one. all young. They are, but I don't know. You are 20 or like 22. I think it's 26. You're... It's the girl who was um about 22, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, you'll catch us reading the Twister series. Yeah, and we'll come soon. back with, I'm sure, lovely updates about mm. how much we enjoyed it. In spite of our calms and our hang-ups when we last discussed this. Mm. Because, take us away up now. So, as usual, TikTok and Bookstagram. Made me do it. <laughs> made me do it. And it's so funny. What was I reading? I was reading... Oh, what book was I reading? Was it Taken to Voraxia? I think, I think so. that was the last book mm, before I, think I was this, reading yeah. that, and I came across um this this funny girl on Bookstagram, Salma's Library. Yes, yes. The is it the Muslim girl? Yes, she's really funny. The way she gushes about books, mm-hmm. there's no way you won't give it a try. I know. Some of her book recs have fallen a, 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 a bit flat for me, but she still gets me to try, and I'm so glad. I tried this because King of Wrath, King of Pride, hey, Chef's Kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, I feel like Anna Huang, she writes so well. I think so. She writes so well in the banter, and she has this technique of is it hyperbole that I find so quirky? Like, how she go, like, um, I'd rather. Um, stab my eye with a poison dart. Then, <laughs> did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. I like she, she, that. The, the the female main characters. Uh huh. They that way. Yeah. Yes, they tend to do that, and um, I mean the very first one, King of Wrath. This one was What's arranged name, marriage. Yeah. Um, the guy's name Dante and Vivian. Vivian, Vivian. Huh. and of course we should say that they are. Asian, these are Asian. Dante is Italian, but Vivian, um, Vivian is um, hey, she crab. 
Is it Chinese? Chinese American. Chinese American. Yes. I think so, yes. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. So basically, they are, you know, of the rich elite, you know, people of New York, right? It's set I think in New, New York. York yes. mm-hmm. High society and all that. And basically, um, Vivian has this thing hanging over her head of her parents saying that if she doesn't find a suitable, in quote, partner by, I think, age 30. 30, yes. They'll set her up. And she's 28 now. <laughs> but her dad is, you know, he's, um, he's a man who had to work from near rags and hit it big. Mm-hmm. And so he's willing to do anything and everything to hold on to the riches he's made, the name he's made, and he's still striving to firmly establish their family as one of the big names in um, New York high society. And so he gets an opportunity to bring his daughter together with one of the descendants of, you know, old money, in New York, and that is Dante Russo. Yeah, the Russo group or something. Yes. And so it is basically a forced or arranged marriage trope. And then it sort of metamorphoses into like an enemies to lovers thing. Yeah. Because Dante can't stand Vivian because of her connection to her dad. And he can't stand her dad and all that he represents and so at first he's very antagonistic and vivian being the lady that she is stops at nothing to try and make things work because for her you know marriage is for life and so the drama begins dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but um so let me see let me open my book. I have a lot of highlights. Oh, do you now? As usual. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of notes and highlights. Let me see. If I say I'm starting from... Let me start from the beginning. But, uh-huh. So, I started reading this. And I was itching to tell Nanadra. <laughs> but she has this annoying tendency <laughs> of behaving like the hair to my tortoise. And so I said, no, I will hold on until I get to 60% of this book. And then I will tell her what book I'm reading. She could barely hold on. You, <laughs> you sent um, an excerpt of like one of them to ask because she liked some line. And you said you wouldn't tell us what book it was. So I googled which book contains this line. Desperate times. I, I was so desperate. <laughs> desperate times. <laughs> hey. And I think I sped through this book. Um, did I finish it in three days? I had I had an interruption which kept me from finishing it quicker than I had planned. But then, yeah, when I got to 60%, I told her what book it was so that she could join in the fun. And oh, what fun we had. Yes, yes, lots of fun. Hmm. So, um, you know, I feel like King of Pride has overshadowed King of Wrath for me. I was just about to say the same thing. I was just about to... You know, honestly, I had seen King of Wrath before. 
and I hadn't been keen. Mm. But I had seen somebody else, I think an Indian you know, book, book, bookstagrammer, had a reel about King of Pride. Mm. Mm. And I immediately um, went to find King of Pride to put some on my list. Mm. I didn't realize it was um, a series mm. when I got King of Pride. I thought they were all standalones. Mm-hmm. So when you mentioned King of Wrath, I actually thought you meant King of Pride. Mm. So when I opened mm. it and I realized that no, 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 this is book two, I had to like almost like reluctantly read King of Wrath because then that's how it would make sense. Like that the relationship between Kai and Isabella mm. would make sense and I would have more context. But really, I enjoy King of Pride but more. I know that people might disagree because they found it a little too slow burn. <sighs> but we are just too it slow was, burners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't good. use us to fry plantain. No, no, but no. You can use us to cook jollof. <laughs> and jollof is more filling. <laughs> well, unless you are being the plantain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I mean, I would love to talk about Vivian and Dante because they paved the way for Kai and Isabella. But honestly, we we are itching to talk about Kai. Yeah, and so let's just do it. We are just going into one. it. So I finished King of Pride yesterday. Huh. And I told you for the first time, I wanted to reread it immediately. Immediately after you finished. That, that's the first. That's new. I feel like I need to get the physical copy so that the experience is different. Different, yeah. Mm-hmm. But first off, what what's excited me about Kai, not even Isabella, forget Isabella, but Kai, the fact that he was sitting at a bar translating. Reading, ah. An English classic into Latin. Like such a like, quirky hobby. Oh my gosh. And his, have an and his rich West handsome wears glasses. That's a British hey, accent. British <laughs> accent. The cherry on top. <laughs> Honestly. He blew Dante out of the water. I mean, if you like the scary, you know, hot Italian in your face hotness, then yes. But Kai has that, you know, he's this calm. Yeah. What they call, um, there's this saying about still waters run deep. Still waters run deep. I think that's Kai, Kai. is that. And he didn't even give, like, he wasn't, um, what's the word, like a grumpy um, main character necessarily. Mm-mm. He was just calm. He was a gentleman. He was funny, collected, collected. you know, confident he was in witty, himself. Nice and cheeky. Hmm. Meanwhile, deep waters. Mm. Underneath, underneath, when Isabella managed to get under his skin, he was breaking all the rules he had never broken before. And we were here for it. Yep. Mm. So, King of Pride, Pride. which features Kai. Kai is, um, he's also Chinese, Chinese, British Chinese. Yeah, British Chinese. And then um, Isabella is Filipino. She's Filipino, and okay, but she speaks Cantonese, Mandarin, um, uh, Tagalog. Yes. Hey, that scene. Yeah. When she dressed down his mother. His mother. Hey. You go, girl. <laughs> Madam, I'm trying to marry into our family. Have some respect for the matriarch. <laughs> but I had a feeling that was going to happen, so I was so happy when it did. But um, so basically, Isabella is characterized as being a train wreck. 
not necessarily a train wreck but compared to her siblings it's like she doesn't have her life together, together. Mm-hmm. she's an aspiring author and she sort of puts herself down quite a bit and you know i realized that i could relate to her so much which bit oh so many parts um my highlights are too many <laughs> but um There was a part where oh let me see if i'll find it what did my face oh i'm looking at king of king pride of no wonder <laughs> i was so confused okay so let me open king of pride um but um so when when they meet kai meets isabella through his friend Dante's wife Vivian. Vivian, yeah. Vivian is friends with Isabella, who is a bartender at Valhalla. I love that name. Valhalla. Like, hey, I'm sure the devious things are going right? on in that club. Oh, but Valhalla is technically supposed to be like paradise, isn't yes. it? Or like the place between paradise yeah. and earth. Meanwhile, yeah. I don't want yeah. to see if they are doing anything mm. paradise mm. kind of So, um, let me see. Let me check out my highlights. So, she doesn't feel like she's good enough. And this this becomes an issue for their relationship later on. Yeah. And um, she felt like she's not good enough in terms of her career. Like, she was basically wasting her life. And her older brother really didn't help matters. Mm, I, Gabriel. I hope there'll be a story, a story for, for him. him. You know... Like someone who break down all his barriers. He's so soon. Ah. Wow. Like, are you her father? You're her brother. Ah. Act like it. He reminds me of Anthony from... Yes. Yes. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Absolutely. Like, I'm in charge of the, the little ladies yeah. in the family. It's like Anthony... The dynamic is like Anthony, Anthony and, and Eloise. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, um, so are we saying if you like King of Pride, read uh, Anthony's story? Anthony's story. Yeah. Hmm. But the Vikings will love me. Hmm, that's the one. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, highlights it's taking me all the way to the back, to the end. Any yeah. highlights there? I have a lot of. <laughs> so you know the part where. This is at the end. She's like, you idiot. You had me at condoms. And I was like, wait, condoms? All the way in the beginning? She's, she's, he's had her that long? No, no. I think when he said it in his speech. Ah, right. Mm-hmm. I think he still said something after, but then... Oh, how do I slide this all the way to the beginning? Anyway. But, um, so Isabella is writing. She's hoping to publish... And then her brother sort of set an ultimatum for her that if she hasn't finished the manuscript by what they call Christmas birthday New Year Palooza. You know, the fact that Kai suggested they make a CBNY and it had never occurred to them. That was so funny for me. I know. CBNY. so funny for me. But as book lovers, I feel like we love it because... Isabella loves reading. Mm-hmm. She loves reading romance, thriller, and dinosaur erotica. D- dinosaur erotica. Can we talk about dinosaur erotica? 
look, I know more about dinosaurs in, fr- from this past couple of weeks than I've ever known in my life. Because <laughs> my children, especially the older one, is obsessed with dinosaurs. I see. So when I saw the ra- raptor who ripped my bodies ah. or something, I immediately saw the velociraptor in my head because mm-hmm. of how many times I've had to sing along to these dinosaur songs and how many dinosaur toys I've bought and how many dinosaur <laughs> corrections I've been I've received mm. from my three-year-old. <laughs> so I was like, oh God, mm. this, this is just destroying dinosaurs for me at this point. Mm. So I assume it's a dinosaur shifter. Mm-hmm. Right Referring to last episode you know about my feelings on shifters. <laughs> but I feel like I've seen on a Romantically Inclined some dinosaur uh, erotica books. So does that mean that these dinosaurs, they live in the current um, dispensation? Like, you know, because dinosaurs are prehistoric, aren't they? So are these stories taking place in the Stone Age? We would have to read to find mm, out. I think that's <laughs> something I'm happy in the <laughs> Not our producer walking in. Our producer is, is, is scandalized. No, you should be used to us by now. You should be used to us. With... We have a red dinosaur erotica. We are, it came up in a book we are reading, and it's we are just reference. It's reference, and we're discussing the logistics of that. Like, is it prehistoric erotica? Because that's where dinosaurs belong. <laughs> we scandalized him. Um, so. We didn't do it with the aliens. Dinosaurs that have, I'm surprised. Have this killed the line. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I've seen a, a book cover with a... Mm, yeah. These writers are really straying further and further from, from, from the oh, grace of God. Further and further we, we go. <laughs> but you know, I'm actually going to Google it now and see what will come You're going to destroy your, your search history. Ready? Eh? Oh God. Taken by the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Ten di- dino erotica books you should be reading, reading right, right now. now. No, thank you, Rammed ma'am. by the raptor. We are Sim. Pimp Dino. And I love how, you know, they did the play on words. Mm-hmm. Did you get the Flintstone reference? Yes, yes. Well, my pebbles. pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know what? That makes me even think now that it's for sure prehistoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the Flintstone era. It would have to be, unless the dinosaur came through a time A time of God. Or the human... Or maybe it was, um, it's passed down in their family. So maybe they had to evolve at the time of the Big uh-huh. Bang to become the shifters. Hmm. But it's passed down from their family, in their family line. And so this guy, I assume it's a man that's a dinosaur. Yes. Is descended from a line of dinosaur shifters. His ancestors were actual dinosaurs, but they evolved into humans and they can shit back. What, what am I doing? I'm, I'm writing the entire <laughs> and I'm, story. And I'm and just you're, encouraging you. <laughs> How? Tell me how. Watch out for Nanadra's book. <laughs> dinosaur erotica. <laughs> I'd rather do domestic dog erotica. Where, like, r- risky in the neighborhood is actually a, a, sh- a shifter. I've just read the synopsis of this one. Oh God, taken by the T-Rex. And I'm just... Oh, my hey, goodness. The part that has me laughing is, first of all, she said men and sex hold no allure for her, as Drin has never found a partner to satisfy her. And this is taken by the T-Rex by Christy Sims. 
And then basically, she taunts the T-Rex so that her tribe mates have time to flee. Mm-hmm. As she runs, they did it through a gauntlet of traps. The thrill of the hunt sourced oh through her blood, leaving her what to desire for the dinosaur. No! People are straying no. further and further. No, from what Anahuang has from done to us. <laughs> Anyway, let's go back to the original. I wonder if Anahuan reads Dinosaur Erotica herself. Eh? If we get the chance, we'll ask it. <laughs> because that's we so have specific. To ask it. It's so specific. It reminds me of also an- another reference of Erotica that I saw in was in Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Mm. Bigfoot Erotica. Yes. Is that a thing? I think it is. That... Do you want me to search again? You're right, dear. I'm, I'm even afraid. Hey! Because... But that this one, one is a too. short one. Oh, it's just 16 pages. I mean, there's not much. When the T-Rex takes her, what's next? <laughs> Look, catnapped by the cat man. But he looks like a Bigfoot. Mm. Ah, what book did I read where she was referring to the guy as um, Bigfoot? Oh, there was a book I read recently. And she saw footprints. Ah, uh, yes. It's... Um, Elizabeth Green's oh, right. Dark Hills romance. Right, yeah. She saw his footprint. Apparently, when he switches back into his human form, this he's is still the quite tall and shifter. big, yes. And so she saw the footprints and thought, you know, it was going to be a, a big foot that would capture her. But either way, I'm sure she would have been fine. No, but you guys, honestly, this goes out to our fellow aspiring writers. Don't hold back. Yeah, because it looks like things, anything will be published out there. Look, and the there's a there's people, a market for your your story. There's a fan for every single book. Don't look. we know somebody who's writing Dragon Shifter, like African Dragon Shifter? Uh huh. We have to get on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are listening, you know yourself. Enchanted by the Birdman, an alien monster standalone romance. <laughs> women are women are really brave. It has two hundred and forty-eight ratings. Of course, it does. Meaning two hundred and forty-eight people have read Individual it. Individual women have have, and it has four point two stars. Hey. So I guess it's a good story. How many pages is this? Oh, it's also quite short. One fifty. I guess that's why it has so many readers because it's easy to get through. Uh-huh. Oh, see, when my cosmic cruise turned into a nightmare, I'm rescued by an avian alien mistaken for an angel. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so no. this is alien romance. I can handle it. Mm. Alien, I've I've kind of gotten over my qualms with alien romance. So I don't understand. You'll accept a bed like alien. Who, he doesn't shift. It looks like. Uh, hey, but you won't accept a, sh- I always a bed say that, shifter on earth. No, so I always say that for aliens, I need them to be humanoid. So the bed shift, the bed alien might be tough he has a beak and feathers and talons yeah. no that i'll i'll find that hard to get into mm. they have to be humanoid you know um bipedal so they can have a, a few extra fingers that, that's fine oh. <laughs> i'll allow a few me fingers. i tried to pretend he didn't have that but it was just one extra finger yes so was just okay. one extra finger because I think the writers sometimes they want to be outrageous, but they also want to keep it within reason. Mm-hmm. So a tail is okay. Like mm-hmm. we've seen a few tails, we're fine. They have the right equipment to work with, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and that's all we need. So far, I'm not sure I've seen any that has more than one penis. Mm-hmm. That would be. Let's go and seek out our alien expert. She'll tell us. <laughs> too much, too much. Mm-hmm. But yes, I I have my limits. <laughs> so no, this bed alien. 
character is just not gonna happen. That Sorry, sounds man. interesting. Abna, don't get sucked into it. Resist. Jade Waltz. King of Pride. How do we devolve from King of Pride to? I blame Anna Huang <laughs> for putting the, the dinosaur, dinosaur erotica. No, there's much to the Minotaur. Okay, let's dial it back. Yes. You know, when I saw that um, Isabella had a snake, I was like, mm. Mm. I hate snakes. They made him seem like he was like a, a cute little. He was just pet, always sleeping. A and... Ball python. Mm-hmm. So I have heard that pythons. I think they're not poisonous because their power is that they swallow you. Pythons. Mm. Mm. Not you or not humans, but they swallow their. I think they eat mice. Mm-hmm. They swallow their food, and I think they can, they can also squeeze. Or oh, that's like a boa constrictor. Ah. But I don't think that they have poison, mm-hmm. or that their poison can be taken out of their fangs or something. So, but really, my qualms with snakes, and she made a point that just because some human beings are bad doesn't mean that all human beings should get a bad rap. And there are some dangerous snakes. I didn't agree with uh, that. There are some dangerous snakes. A that snake should all snakes, is a snake. Right? We've given snakes such a bad rap from the time that the devil became I a mean, snake to, to trick Adam honestly, and Eve in the Garden honestly, of Eden. right from there, there's no going back. Why couldn't he become like a, a golden retriever? Oh. In the Garden of Eden. And then we'll hate golden retrievers. <laughs> My point is, he, the, the devil, uh, what about, like... Mm-hmm. Gave the snakes a bad rap from day one. Okay, so basically, the devil was a shapeshifter. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I won't allow this. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's true. And they, and they do say he's he's quite a good looking fella. Uh-huh. So even if it's even better, he shapeshifts into a scary creature than to, to, to keep come you, as I know, right? Hmm. Keep you alert. Hey, which takes us back to smoggy i and just knew it was coming i just knew this the look and game what was it called again in love with a love 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 uh, love an angel no love a demon screw an angel right. something like that but hey as for the uh what they call that trope not necessarily reverse harem it's um the, the, why the, choose the threesome, what i choose why choose trope i can't get into it I just can't. But some people really love it. Did you know, the other day I was talking to our producer mm-hmm. and we're talking about, I had seen that reel where they said that um, the implication of the prince having a Cinderella slipper. Yes, I didn't I You said it, I yes. Said it. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. So I was telling him the story and he's like, so it doesn't mean that like there's one that has Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure there's a reverse harem based on Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where yeah. she sleeps with all the, the seven dwarves. Yeah. But they're like, they're not actual dwarves, and they're just seven horsemen. And he was so confused. It was like, each of them likes her equally, and they're happy to exist in a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. I feel like there should be some fighting, no. and then they should kill each other off, and then last, last man standing, standing gets her. These are straight men That's who are all just happy can... to share. Mm. It's, it's just w- women's um, fantasies that they're writing. Honestly. And fair enough, honestly. you know? But I'm like, why would I want seven men? A day. Or even three. <laughs> even mm-hmm. two, you know. Ah. But, um, oh, I was about to check something online. I've forgotten. But, you know, you know how they say all those fairy tales have some dark, very dark origins. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see what the origins for each of those was. 
So we can further destroy people's childhoods. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't done enough already, Abna. I'm so sorry. I'm, I try I don't think to you change. Are. I try to change. I try. I really try. And then we press record and then... And then it just... All of it just goes comes crumbling down. Anyway. So anyway, Isabella... Oh, man. I, I was so emotional at the end. I was so emotional. Which bit? And I love that the story... It is a love story. And I love the story between her and Kai. Mm-hmm. You know, how he is... He believes in her so much. He sent her book to the editor or the agent or something. I found that so sweet. As a writer, that felt like such a sweet gesture. Like, he believed in her, but he didn't want to also give her any anxiety around it. Uh Uh-huh. So, So he he just just sent it off. Didn't say anything. But that could have gone badly. You know? Like, if they hated the book. No, not even that. I like... So, you know, I love how... Anna Wong's love stories... Hmm. It's funny how we were saying the Twister series is unrealistic, but the way these couples resolve issues, mm-hmm. it's very realistic and mm-hmm. mature. Mm-hmm. And I really love that because I feel like there's been a lot of toxicity being paraded around in the name of fiction, mm-hmm. which isn't helpful, helpful, especially considering how a lot of us started reading romance from when we were 12. <laughs> but, um, Um, so, you know, even with the King of Wrath, you know, when they, when everything came out and they sort of split up, mm-hmm. Vivian didn't just fall over herself. Like, Dante had to win her back. Yes. And I remember when I was telling you how, comparing it to Taken to Voraxia, Taken to Voraxia, I've read up to like 70% and I've stopped. Because it's like they've resolved their issues. They're all lovey-dovey and I'm bored. And I've not said, where's the pain? And Meanwhile, King when of I Breath, see this work for their love, I've not <laughs> understand. It's like, oh, you just like pain. Now here you are stopping a book. DNF, almost DNF in a book. Because the character is no longer unhappy. So you guys see how Nanadra is the influence in I'm my life. I'm just saying my somewhere. <laughs> She's influencing me subliminally. <laughs> And People must so, work for their love. So I was actually happy that they were working through it. And I, yeah. I knew that was they were going to end up together, but Dante needs to I, end her. Yeah. And even with Kai and Isabella as well, Isabella didn't necessarily have to work for him, but she had to work through her issues, her issues. to feel like she was deserving of that kind of yeah. love. Yeah, I know? think I liked their Third um, act breakup better. Yes, Kai was unwavering. He was always sure. I was worried that at some point he might decide that maybe she's not worth the trouble, and you know, is really interfering with his mind space, getting his CEO gig and everything. But remember what he said. He was like, "Oh, I thought you knew. Now that I've had you, I can't let you go." Look, look. That, that that was beautiful mm, it was mm, like you know because mm. isabella already has has her insecurities and she's mm. like okay yes we've done this thing once mm-hmm. are we done like is a chase over for you like what does this mean mm-hmm. and i know people often i guess in our generation don't like that conversation or that what yes. are we yes. conversation yes but it's so important yeah so that you don't waste time you, let's set the parameters yeah. let's let us know what mm-hmm. are we mm-hmm. you know and when she brought that up he didn't hesitate he didn't you know get skittish on her it was like Oh, wasn't that obvious? I'm never letting you go. No. <laughs> You're stuck with me. You're stuck with me. And every 
woman wants to hear that. Yes. I want to ask you what are we and you would declare it to me mm-hmm. in grandstand. Have you ever I, asked anybody what are we before? And so it makes it like it makes the slow burn understandable. It makes it understandable why he tried to resist because he, he knew, knew that once he gets here, he's not going to be able to resist. I mean, yeah. I think that even it was even slower burn because we saw how he was giving her eyes from King of Rats. Hey, one year. One year. And I'm like, so what were you people doing? He was just drinking out of bite. He's probably an alcoholic now. <laughs> the number of gin, gin and tonic strawberry tea, gin and tonic he has ordered just so he can be in his space. And I think that he would have kept going if not for that weird day that his mom had called. Yeah, he was out of sorts. He was out of sorts. And he was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this one time. Ah, and that was it. That's all he needed. That one time. the back of his mind, he knew that it, it can never be one time for me. It was not going to be one me. time for him. Yeah, it. unless he had quit earlier. Yes, yes, yes. But question, have you ever asked a man, what are we? Have I? Have I? Trying to... You know, the other day I was wondering to myself, and I think I need to ask my husband, <laughs> did he ever officially ask me to be his girlfriend? He must hey, have done. What if my entire relationship <laughs> is a sham? <laughs> You might, you might seem like hot kids, but we like, do, kids, but do you really want to be here, husband? What is happening? Are you sure we are together? <laughs> he needs to ask you again, uh, properly. You know, uh, take you out to dinner. I don't know. The whole, the whole shebang. He needs to do it again. But I don't think, you know, it's funny. I feel like in my past, um, a lot of guys have tended to perceive me a certain way not necessarily as untouchable or pure but i feel like most guys i've met feel like and this is really not to brag or anything because actually yeah like a good girl or wife material like you don't just no 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 because (laughs) i hated it i hated it because sometimes i just want to get to know you i just want to hang out yeah let's just have fun i don't want you to you commit. were giving off wife i was giving off wife that's <laughs> all this pressure when you're just here to be friends and you're just like no no this girl is so intense she wants to get married <laughs> so to be honest no one has broken up with i have ended things in things in all my previous relationships mm-hmm. So I don't remember asking anyone because you were always sure what you wear <laughs> until you were like I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I'm not as an it girl, okay? Oh God, no! Let me turn it back to you. Let me turn it back to you. <laughs> what are we? You know, let me think. What are we? I think that that question had has gotten such a bad rap that I felt uncomfortable even asking mm. the question because you know that immediately the man is going to think that um you that means that just by asking the question you're implying that you want something yes and so it's almost like there's no for them to answer this correctly Mm. and if they are they are feeling hesitant about answering the question then it means that the the answer is right it's clear that we're not anything yeah Yeah. so i remember there was a time that i almost asked somebody and then he didn't hear me he said sorry and i changed the question oh i was like "Mm, it's okay if you so i'm not sure like are you saying sorry because you are afraid that i've asked that question and so (laughs) You want to check that that's what I said, mm. or you didn't actually hear him. It was on the phone. Mm. So I, I changed the question to something else, and mm. then we talked about something else. And not long after that, I ended up breaking things off with him. <laughs> because clearly, mm. it was just like, it was not, not what going to happen. Mm. It was not, we're not, not anything. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, yeah. when I broke out of things with him, he got very dramatic and it was, you know. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I guess it's a power thing in that moment. Mm. It's a power thing and not necessarily, oh, I, I actually really want to be with you. Yeah, for some people, it's a power thing. So, um, yeah. So, for Isabella, I mean, she's characterized as... One thing I, I hated about Isabella that I loved about Vivian. Okay. Vivian was spending yes. Dante's money. But I loved how when he tried to say that... Um, oh, there was a scene where he referenced the fact that uh, but she spent his money. She, she paid him back. a full check. Yeah. I was like, yes, that's boss lady yeah. moves. She, she said, I have my own money. I'm, I I'm just my... enjoying spending yours. But if you mess around, I'll write you a check. Hey, and tell I you about your it. life. I loved it. I loved it. I loved <laughs> it. Was that like a serious fight? Or was it one of those that normal fights in the beginning of their relationship? It was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Before they had like, fallen, decided fallen falling for each other. She yes. wrote me a check. Like, mm, here's your money back. Yeah, take it. I don't need it. But Isabella, Isabella, she, she has an entire empire and she was not even interested and, and she, she was had... slamming it in New York. What the? Oh, I hate that thing. I hate that. <laughs> Why are you choosing suffering? <laughs> what? But honestly, I guess it's wealthy people who can afford to do that because yes. like, they have something to fall it's back It's from a on. place of privilege. Ah, me, my kids, when we are wealthy, spend the money. Yeah. Of course, be smart. Of course, you will raise smart kids that will do it properly. Uh-huh. But also... But don't, don't be slumming it out when don't, there's money in the bank. Co- you be cosplaying as poor. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't stand that thing. Honestly. So, yeah, that was the only thing that irritated me about. But I felt like, hey, Kai was very understanding. The know? only thing he heard from the conversation with Gabriel was Easton. He was like, who was Easton? Yeah. Like, he forgot about Everything. the fact that she had hidden all that from him. And I, I liked that it was mature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He immediately said, makes sense to me. Yes, even though your friends knew and I didn't, and he felt hurt by it. Yeah. He, and, and that, I like that in a man, like Honestly, the empathy and the emotional friends, intelligence. Like Kai is the most mature. Yeah. You know. He was emotionally intelligent. He immediately yeah. said, I see why you didn't feel comfortable telling people about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I wish you had told me, but it doesn't take anything away from us. But who is Easton? <laughs> and I, I know bless him well that's why it was also quite sad what yeah. happened and i can understand why she would have felt like it was her fault to an extent because yeah. of what happened to his wife hey that was such a ter- like yeah. i did not see that coming no at me all. neither i thought that was a good twist mm-hmm. Gosh. so yeah so i mean they all end up happily ever after and we can't wait for King, King of, of Greed. Greed. <sighs> we will discuss that in. Yes, it's not even episode. out. I'm already we're discussing it. It's com- yeah. coming out in October. October this year. Yeah, this year. Huh, I can't wait. Oh, September. I think yeah. I but can't wait. We can't wait. I yeah. feel like this is a series, like um, along with Kennedy Ryan's Kingmaker series and Queen Move. I want them in hardcover. Mm-hmm. Like to have them in my library. Nice. And just admire them because I just love I love the stories. I love the writing. True, true. And since then Anna has inspired some writing. Yes. And we in fact have a chapter of ten yes, more to read we to you. Do. But also we're working on our own projects. So you mm-hmm. know, stay tuned for that. We'll be keeping you guys updated 
via our newsletter and our new blog so mm-hmm. if you haven't signed up please do we'll have the sign up we have the sign up form to our newsletter on our instagram in in the bio so please do sign up and so that you know all the latest news from the two hearts now on to the latest episode of send momo so on the previous episode we ended with um kwabna and ikia finally having a phone call and then kwabna asks ikia if she would like to meet for a drink okay so chapter four ikia felt a flutter in her belly why was she excited and nervous at the thought of meeting kwabna in person hey already on first name basis with him i see her annoying inner voice smacked. Shut up, she hissed. She really needed to stop reading so much romance and watching K-dramas. She was seeing a man she had never met, who she'd initially thought was a scammer in a romantic light. She sucked her teeth in annoyance. What? Kwabna's confused voice came through the phone. Flustered, Ikea brought herself out of her thoughts and into the present. Oh, sorry, not you. Um, what did you ask again? I was wondering if you'd like to meet for a drink tonight. It's okay if you are not. It's short notice anyway. You don't even know me. Kwabna rushed his words out. Let's do it. Ikea cut in with a certainty that surprised herself. Oh, okay. Kwabna sounded surprised as well, but his smile seeped through. Great. I can pick you up at seven. That is, if you're okay sending me your location. Ooh, it's a date if he picks you up, you know, her inner voice teased. No, I'll meet you there, she squeaked out. Where should I meet you, she added in a calmer voice. The Northridge Cafe, it's a new place, have you heard of it? No, but is it on Google Maps? Yes, it is. Oh, great. Honestly, if I had been born in an era before Google Maps, that would be the end of my family line. I get lost in the wilderness, Ikea giggled. Kwabna laughed. I'm sure you would have survived somehow. Trust me, you will soon realize how directionless I am. They lapsed into silence at the implication of her words. I haven't even met the guy and I'm assuming we'll be seeing more of each other. Ikea reprimanded herself. Um, I have to go uh, do some chores. She broke the silence lamely. Oh, cool. See you tonight then. Kwabna responded. Yes, see you. Alright, take care. Bye. Ikea hung up and fell back on the bed. Get a hold of yourself, woman. She shook herself mentally. Why was she feeling butterflies at the mere thought of meeting the non-momo scammer guy behind what she had to admit was a sexy voice i really need to cut back on my k-drama addiction she muttered and switched off the tv with a flourish she stepped up to her wardrobe and opened it up scanning the contents let me pick out something to wear this evening time had flown by since a phone call which had ended in a plan to meet for drinks as usual Ikea had dilly-dally till the last minute and now had to rush around her room, pulling on her clothes, shoes, and a dash of makeup. 
every day i say i'll change and then this happens again Ikua reprimanded herself as she put on her earrings her phone rang increasing her panic hello she picked up and cradled the phone between her ear and shoulder while she packed her keys and other essentials into her purse hello good afternoon good afternoon she responded please this is your uber driver i'm here oh okay i'll be out in five minutes please she replied okay bye bye she hung up and tossed the phone in her bag after a final parasol of herself in the full-length mirror on her wardrobe she stepped out of her room and closed the door she made sure all appliances were off in the house and then locked up behind him hello good evening she greeted the uber driver as she slid into the back seat good evening madam can i start the trip yes she nodded her voice breathless from the mad dash out of the house and that's the end of today's episode Ooh, okay all right guys thanks for sticking with us mm-hmm. longer episode than usual but i hope it was worth it yeah yep 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 okay see you later bye Spike.